0: Hello, and welcome to Starseed Transmissions. My name is Michaela, and I am your host. I have created this podcast to be a place for messages channeled with the intention to raise awareness and heal the collective through radical mindset shifts. If you have been drawn to this space, congratulations. You are operating From a higher level of consciousness. You are a wisdom keeper and an expander. I know that you have infinite avenues to invest your energy, so I first want to express gratitude for you choosing to invest it here with me today. Let's take a deep breath together, and tap in to receive the transmission. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Starseed Transmissions. I am recording this episode from my bed today. (laughs) I am honoring myself. So um, I guess give me a little grace if the audio is a little off today. But this episode today is going to be about a conscious view on suicide and a conscious view on suicidal thoughts. And I feel like this has been very present for me. This is a lesson that I am learning. And you know that I always come onto this platform, onto this podcast, um, open, raw, vulnerable, vulnerable sharing my journey and my healing and the shifts that I've made to hopefully act as a mirror for you. So this is what I'm gonna be speaking on today. And if you're familiar with my story, if you've been keeping up with the podcast, we have an episode every Thursday, um, every Thursday morning, 1010 EST. Then you know that I have been affected by suicide Um, meaning that my boyfriend committed suicide three years ago. And after the fact, I experienced suicidal thoughts, um, but it was a kind of like push to the side because it was like, okay, you're thinking about it. Like he did it. That's there's bigger fish to fry. There's bigger, um, (laughs) Pain and traumas to process. And then I've just realized that, like, pushing it to the side for three years, especially like healing from losing Brady and finding my path and purpose. And my energy has just been really invested into like other areas of my healing and growth. But this is coming up now, very present for me. And I wanted to speak on it because I feel like it could be a lie for a lot of people, honestly. And I felt like there was a potential that this could be like the least downloaded episode, the least played, because it is such a sensitive topic. Um, But that's what made me want to talk about it more because we don't want to talk about the pain and traumas that could potentially lead somebody to leaving the earth plane or potentially lead us to just having these brief thoughts, like these brief emotions, these feelings of wanting to. Nobody wants to talk about it. And then when somebody takes action on it and voluntarily leaves the earth plane, then it's just like kind of a tragic event swept under the rug um well that was their choice let's move on but now we're talking about it like I'm I created this this episode so we can talk about it like a conscious view on suicide and suicidal thoughts so there has been some huge changes in my life and shifts which you will be hearing about coming into um January of 2022, and it's really been purging a lot out of me <laughs> um, and areas in my life that maybe need some attention, awareness, healing, and this was one of them. So I've been experiencing the past couple weeks like these, I would get um, overwhelmed by emotion and then just really feel these um suicidal thoughts. And it felt like it wasn't me, but it was me. Like, I'm gonna go even deeper on this. Like I'm really gonna share everything here. Like it would be so bad to where I would just be like driving in my car and just be like envisioning like me, like attempting to kill myself but it was like there's two versions of me like it's like a, a it's like an attack like it's a fight like i'm witnessing like this fight but they're both me and one is trying their hardest to kill me and the other one is like literally begging for their life so it it this and this is just me living an average day um seeing these visions like in my mind's eye like i was going to sleep and just like seeing flashes of me like attempting to kill myself like in my head and this is scary because like look like look at look at me like this this is me like somebody who has dedicated my entire life to healing um and like this just really didn't feel like it was of God like it just felt like so scary like it felt like it was a part of me that was like genuinely taking me over and if you're familiar with me like if you're familiar with my work like I Am becoming like one of the most impactful healers. Like I am seeing myself like transform as a healer and become a very powerful one, because I have the ability to get down to the root cause. Um, the 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 experience, the limiting belief, um, the pain pattern, and change it and rewire it. So I could see this objectively for what it was like. This is obviously a part of me because it is my thoughts. It's coming from me when I see it in the vision. It's me versus me. So I can act like I've been acting like up until this point that it wasn't me, that these thoughts are not me. Um, And I've just kind of pushed them to the side and ignored them. But more recently, like I've decided to give them some effing attention. And to really do some deep digging, some deep diving on, like, why I feel this way. Because it's, like, it, like, almost got to a point where I'm, like, I need help. Like, I really, like, it got to a point where I'm, like, I need to be put in an institution. And, you know, like, I don't believe in any of the practices that they would, no, no, I don't believe in the intention behind their work. Like, none of the practices in any sort of, like, freaking mental institution you know like obviously that is just like so out of the realm of possibility that's not true but like I but, like I could literally view feel see how some people could like feel so out of control of their mind that they could really just be like somebody just take me away because like I I'm obviously like having a hard time figuring this life thing out and so I started digging a little deeper and I I felt like really suicidal thoughts. Like I just kind of got the like knowing that like it really is just stemming from a lot of shame. Like a lot of it. it suicide is the I feel like highest form of like self betrayal. Um. And what would that be stemming from? Like that betrayal of self. Like that. That 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 hatred of self. Like that. Um. like, uh, like a hatred of self, like a shame, like stemming from like the solar plexus, like really just an unhealthy relationship with yourself, because no matter what is going on around you, like if you have a solid relationship with who you are and yourself, and if you're grounded in your energy, then the things in your life that overwhelm you that are around you you can shed light and give grace on, but you're you're pretty solid in your stance like and I knew that because of some like recent events in my life, which I will be sharing again January two thousand twenty two like I can't wait to talk about it. I, I I'm like so open, so authentic, like it's so hard for me to like keep this on the low low, but because of this experience that I had that was like painful, that was traumatic, I I saw from this experience like come out of me and I knew that I experienced this so this emotion could come out of me. Like I knew that I experienced this like tragedy and I spoke about it like a couple podcasts back like living your life post trauma and tragedy. Um, I knew that I had experienced this so it could purge this out of me. What I had been ignoring like I experienced this like painful hurtful like unexplainable tragedy so that it could purge this emotion out of me of like self-hatred of like shame of like like these these like suicidal thoughts out of me this like self-betrayal so then i started digging even deeper. So I'm like, okay, so I know that this is stemming from like shame, self-betrayal, yada, yada, yada. Let's go even deeper. Why? Like why, 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 why do I hate myself? I feel like I am just about as average as anyone else. Like I feel like I like I can offer such like unconditional love, like understanding to literally anybody. I'm the worst when watching like TV shows or movies because like, somebody could literally like commit mass murder like we're watching the show the 100 now and like literally pike committing like mass murder and then they do like a flashback where they show like you know his vulnerability like his soft side blah blah and i'm like oh my god i love him like i'm just like i am understanding and loving so why am i not extending that to myself in this moment and so I went back and I found a lot of like guilt and shame around um like Brady's death like a lot of shame around like a lot of like self-hatred a lot of shame because like um feeling guilt like I caused it like there was something I could have done like just like hating myself because like almost like feeling like Brady committing suicide was my fault like that was my person that was my soulmate like how did i not know this was going on like how did it get to this how was i so self absorbed that i didn't realize that this was happening um so then i kind of chalked it up to feeling shame around that like the way that i showed up in my relationship before that I, before i was as conscious and aware and feeling guilt because maybe that's why he did what he did. Um, but then having the level of consciousness that I have, like having, like knowing, what I know to be true about the world is we are all acting as mirrors for each other. Like we are all light beings and we face each other and we interact with each other and our light just pings off of each other and we're able to be mirrors. So I, I have I have a belief, like a firm belief that all your relationships are mirrors Every single one of them, like even your best and worst ones, um, every person that you interact with, like your electromagnetic field has resonated with theirs and called it in, even if you look at them, even if you view their actions and think that they're undesirable, like you called that in. That is something like I take radical responsibility for my experience, like what I experience and who I'm calling in, like I, I I take radical responsibility for the way that I show up in life. So I know that your relationships are all mirrors. So then I got to thinking, like, if I called in Brady as a relationship, like as my soulmate relationship, like oh my gosh, like we were just like we don't care if we make a single more penny than this. Like I was. At, at the beginning of our relationship, I was ringing up prescriptions in the pharmacy. I wasn't even a technician yet. I was just ringing up prescriptions and he was like frying ch- chicken at Texas Roadhouse. And we were like, we have enough money for rent, food, um, we, everything that we want. So we don't even care if we make any more money. We don't care if we live anywhere else. Like we, as long as we got each other, like, this is all we have. So like, such a genuine like soul connection like not based on any sort of like judgments or expectations for each other like i called in this relationship so like honest so true to me and this person had suicidal thoughts and tendencies So I can sit here and blame um, and say that the root cause of my suicidal thoughts are because of this action, but in all actuality, like if I called in that relationship, that was in me before me and Brady even got together. Like if I called in that relationship in 2018, 2017, 2017 with a man, that experience like suicidal thoughts that could get into that had that energy within him like that was also present within me because all your relationship are mirrors and just because i didn't and and this experience happened of him actually like taking action on that because it really like i mean purged it out of me like it 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 brought it out of me it purged it out of me and now i am being accepting of it, I'm understanding it, like I'm going back and seeing like how can I change, rewire, heal this. And so when I dug even deeper, I'm like, okay, if that was already in me, why? Like freaking what, 19 year old Michaela? Like 18 year old, I don't know, like young Michaela, why? Like what what is the reason that I felt such like hatred toward myself, like such like inadequacy? Like And I got it down to like two things and I'm just like feeling like I I should like speak about these two things. So one being like, if a child does not receive like adequate amount of like unconditional love, like you are so loved, like we love you so much, like that is unconditional, like nothing will ever change, like my love for you. If a child doesn't receive that, like comfort, that love, that unconditional love, and that could be because, you know, our parents are operating from their own pain patterns, their own pain responses. They're only acting um, based on the beliefs that they've made through their own experience. So that's not to cast judgment. Like that's not to be like to place blame. Um, We're just digging deeper so that we can understand ourselves better. So, like my father, like, oh my gosh, he's mellowed. He's mellowed so much with age. And one of his lessons this lifetime is learning, you know, communication and like compassion. And as he's getting older, like he's really like embodying that, settling into that. But as a child, like it was hard for him to express like his love for us. Like my dad expressing his love for us was him going to work fifty hours a week, um making sure we did not want for anything as children. Um, but you don't understand that as a child. I understand that now and I like love and honor and respect him so much. But as a young child, like not getting attention, not hearing those words of like affirmation, that love, like that's difficult to like not understand why like your dad is just like pretty much like indifferent to you being around and it feels like he's indifferent, but I mean, obviously he's not like, he would have been devastated if anything would have happened to me, but like he worked 50 hours a week. He came home, he sat in his recliner and he drank a beer and watched TV, like literally one cold beer, watched TV, you know, like that was his routine. Like he is an honest, like working man. Um, But he really did have the ability to communicate like his love for me and his unconditional love for me. And I feel like, and that was just like a mild case. Like I am so like, have been so nurtured, like so taken care of, but like what I'm feeling is very present is like in a lot of cases, like we are children who are not receiving them because our parents are living their own experience and this causes us to grow up, like, wondering, like, what is wrong with me? Like, I'm a child and my, my parent, like, is not even showing me any attention. Like, they don't care whether I'm around or not. Like, what have I done wrong? Like, oops, sorry. And I feel like that's just, like, one way that, like, suicidal thoughts can like manifest in your life because now you're a teenager and you're like experiencing these suicidal thoughts or you're like a young adult and you're experiencing these suicidal thoughts and you're like where life is just hard like I have no idea where these come from like I have no idea how to control my mind okay so these two things that I'm talking about now I'm realizing that they all go together so like because I was thinking like well, the other reason could be just like a literally like a a lack of control over your mind like you feel like you don't have control over your mind so like you have got to make it stop because like i just see you know like it, you're really just like so out of control of your mind your thoughts that you're just like please turn it off turn it off turn it off like and people commit suicide what by like jumping off things like just like seeking like like a free fall just like a like a release just like a and then it ends or like committing suicide through like a like a gunshot wound right like a gunshot wound to the head like I just need this to like stop the brain like stop the thoughts like like tying a noose like around the neck like cut the oxygen from my brain, like stop the flow of the life force energy to my brain, because like, I just cannot like function with this thing right now. And I wanted to give like this conscious view of suicide, like this, this observer view of like suicide and suicidal thoughts so we can begin to like accept and understand them. That way we can move past them. Like we can move through them so we can understand them for what they are and move through them and not be overtaken by them. If we learn the ability to like go back to find the root cause of like, if we, okay, if we begin by just like acceptance of our thoughts, like, okay, obviously this is me. Like my thoughts are an extension of me. Like why? If you go into it with like love and understanding for yourself, like I think you will make the most like radical mindset shifts and they will be healing. But I also want to say, like, even though it is traumatic and it is a tragedy, I also kind of feel like there are souls who come to earth and their contract already states that they'll leave earth that way. That they before they before God even sends them to earth, that like it could be a part of their soul contract to leave in that manner. Because in this world, like, there is light, there is darkness, like, in this world inside of us, like, it has, like, a need to be expressed, like, a need to be moved, a need to be, like, transmuted. And, like, sometimes that's a part of the plan. Like, sometimes that's a part of the divine plan. And it offers that soul growth. I think this is all I have got on the subject. I really enjoyed this episode. I hope that me being like extremely open. Um, I I hope that I offered you like a good view on how to um, really start doing like the deep inner work. I just... Sh- shared through my experience, like how to accept these like beliefs and thoughts and these parts of you that like really hurt, how to like view it, accept it and get down to the, because it, the acceptance is how you really make change. The more that you resist, it it, it stays and it becomes present in your life and it grows. Um, and you, the more that you resist and you push it back, it will literally resurface in your life just at a different time in a different area. It will never be um, eradicated unless you're like transmuting it, unless you're changing it to something different. So like I accepted those thoughts. I took action and like we did some like deep digging, some deep diving on like why, how, where did this come from? Like I was able to see it for what it was. Now I could begin rewiring. Now I'm transmuting it into light and love and sharing this in this space. So hopefully like somebody, I could I could change the narrative around it and like somebody could listen to this and feel seen, like feel heard and understand themselves a little bit better and really begin to know like how to, begin processing their trauma and healing from their trauma. Thank you so much for joining me in this space again today. Thank you for being patient with me um, while I'm recording from my bed, while I'm honoring myself and how I am feeling today. Um, If you want to dive a little deeper um, into who I am and my work, uh, check out my website. It's just been published, yourstarseedoracle.com. I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited for the things that are coming in 2022 and really embodying my role as a global consciousness activator. Um, I have a course coming out in January, uh, a course on expanding your level of consciousness and locating the light within you and beginning to grow that and finding your mission and purpose. I'm super excited for the individuals that are being rolling in that course. Um, I am sending you so much love.